0: Black lives matter everywhere, right? not just in America. There are black lives literally on every continent in this world, and they matter regardless of what country you're in. You're listening to the Snob OS podcast, the podcast for Apple snobs. Hey, this is Nika Monfort, a.k.a. Tech Savvy Diva.
1: Yo, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech.
0: And you're listening and or watching the Snob OS show. The show where we talk all things Apple and then some. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another week of Snob OS. Um, First of all, let's start off by thanking our Patreons. YouTube can become a Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And with that $5 a month, you will get access to our live taping, access to our pre-show, and access to our Discord chat. So um, being a Patreon allows us to bring you um, higher quality content. We see, you see, we have these logos, we have we've changed up our background a little bit to give it a little bit more professional feel. So all those things. Um, come into play when you, our listeners, support us on Patreon. And again, for as little as five bucks a month, you can help us grow and expand this show since we are on podcasts. We're also Uh on YouTube, so we Uh are an audio and web show as well.
1: And production ain't free. (laughs) At all.
0: (laughs) What we've learned so far with this whole process, how how much goes into the back end and the production aspect of producing a show. We thought it was a lot doing just the audio, but when you factor in video, it's a whole different beast. But your support does allow us to do some of those extra things. And we are definitely very grateful for our current Patreons, and we welcome any new Patreons as well.
1: All right. Yeah, We appreciate it. Thank you.
0: All right, so let's hop into it. Let's start with the lowdown where we talk all things Apple. So um, last week, um, the new iPhone, uh, iPhone 12, was announced. The iPhone 12, what I call standard, the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12 pro, and the iPhone 12 pro max. So um, pre orders started um, last Friday. Um, for the um, iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro. Terrence and I both um, ordered the iPhone 12 Pros. And um, the first thing we want to talk about is so far with the pre-orders as of two days ago, um, it's off to a strong start. It looks as if... um, Apple has received twice as many pre-orders than with the previous version of the iPhone 12, so I think that bodes well for um, for Apple's bottom line. Um, and I think you know the initial sell was the um, 5G, but I think the the MagSafe and the cameras, mm-hmm. I think both of those things are pretty much overshadowing, you know, the 5G. Announcement. I think those two things are really, you know, picking up more than probably Apple even um, anticipated. So, so it looks like um, they're saying that it would, it looks like it have to have brought in um, between 1.7 million and 2 million pre orders during the first 24 hours of availability. So again, it was available starting on Friday. And again, this article is from um, earlier this week from uh, Monday. So we don't quite know what the final numbers are. I'm sure Apple will be releasing those because it seems like it's trending in a positive fashion. And this is for only two devices. We still have two other devices that will um, start pre-order on the sixth, I believe. So just for those two devices, it's looking pretty good for, for pre-orders.
1: Yeah, which is strange if they've had so many more orders than previous years. Maybe it's me, but this pre-order process was easier than previous years. Um again, you know, I've been doing pre-orders for, you know, last couple of releases of iPhones, and I remember previous years. Having to refresh and refresh and refresh and use my iPad and use mm-hmm. my computer, use my phone, and all and then order from try to order from Best Buy and then try to order from T Mobile or Sprint or Verizon, all this stuff just to get a decent pre order ship date. But last week, popped up on time, mm-hmm. ran through, checked out, didn't have any strange shipping dates. It said your ship date is scheduled for Friday, October 22nd. It took like two or three, five minutes. And I was like, huh. You know, then I went online to, you know, check Twitter, you know, check, see what other people were saying. Everybody on my feed pretty much had the same experience. So I'm surprised to hear that now that the uh, twice as many pre-orders for the 12 as is for the 11, I'm surprised what they did right. Or what happened that enabled them to have a smooth pre-order process when the uh, pre-orders were so large. So that was kind of strange.
0: Yeah, and like, I'm thinking now, I'm like, I did the whole thing of, you know, getting into the pre-pre-order and I'm like, I Mm -hmm. didn't even do that. I could have just,
1: you know, did it regular, but I
0: mean, it's done now.
1: You're probably safer that you did it the right way or the pre-pre-order way versus actually waiting because maybe our stores would be different, you know? But again, the general consensus, consensus, was that nobody really had any major issues this go around. So this was again, the smoothest that-
0: pre-order I've ever had with uh-huh. Apple. It was right. like when when eight o'clock hit, I was of course up already. And then mm-hmm. I had the shortcut turned on, but I was like, I really didn't need it because I was already up. And I right. think it didn't I think at eight o'clock it said, you know, it's still, you know, hold on, hold on. I think maybe like a couple minutes later, you know, everything kind of popped up. I went in, I clicked it and boom, I was like, oh whoa. That was easy. I was expecting, you know, something a little bit more. So, I mean, I don't know what they did this go around for things, but they should probably keep doing that because (laughs) it was really smooth. And in a couple of minutes, you know, in and out and and done. So kudos Mm -hmm. to them for the smooth pre-order process. Mm -hmm. So that was a positive. All right. So let's head on into the next thing. Um, Apple launches Apple Music TV. Um I had not seen this. I think he'd pop this in there. Um uh Terence, if you want to talk about it because we, I hadn't yeah, so seen
1: it. Yeah, so basically so basically they're launching Apple's launching a uh video channel similar to like YouTube's uh similar to YouTube. What do they call it? Ah, uh, I lost it. I had it fast. Uh YouTube has a it's not Vimeo. It's YouTube YouTube is like sucking up all the air when it comes to music videos, you know. Because a lot of people go on YouTube to see original. You would think, rather, that a lot of people go on YouTube to see creator content like ours, like our show Snobos mm-hmm. on YouTube, Snobos Cast. Definitely go look that up. Shameless <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> plug. You see, right. You would think you, a lot of people are going to see user-created content, but you know, for the longest time since your BETs, your VH1s, your MTVs, really don't do videos anymore. All that stuff is shifted shifted to online. And, you know, we, you know, in our generation, we, I would say most of us stop watching music videos when they stop airing them on TV. Mm-hmm. These young kids, all they're That's all they know. Videos. That's all they're doing is watching music videos on YouTube. So Apple has decided they're going to jump in that- uh, in that uh, fight, and they've launched Apple Music TV, and basically it is a free, for now, (laughs) curated 24-hour live stream of popular music videos. Of course, it's only available to U.S. residents for now, but you can watch it in the browse tabs of the Apple Music app and on the Apple TV app. So, you know, they're doing sort of like a, instead of cramming all of the music and the video, you know, you're searching for you know, I'm searching for a song and then the video pops up. Well, I didn't want the video. I just wanted the song. Maybe they're doing a little bit of you know, uh, categorization and kind of segmenting the things into different verticals. So now when you're looking for a music video, you go to Apple Music, but you can also click this Apple Music TV tab and actually search for some popular uh, videos. Again, I don't know if they're going to just dump their entire catalog on this Apple Music TV, or is it just going to be like specific curated videos that Apple and their editors or whomever they're curating this stuff with is actually going to put these videos out. I get the impression that according to this, and I'll read a little bit more into it, uh, I get the impression that they're going to handpick certain videos that go out. Like, for instance, I'll just go ahead and read, the new channel will host video premieres at noon Eastern every Friday, starting with Joe 777, never heard of it, Uh, St. John's Gorgeous. Never heard of it. Again, this ain't my this ain't my lane. It's not my jam. Uh, Right. On this Friday, coming the 23rd, it'll be a home for other original content Apple Music has created over the years, like concert films and interviews on the 22nd. The channel will play host of Bruce Springsteen Uh, in advance to his upcoming album Letter to You with a dedicated music video blocks. A live stream and exclusive interview with Zane Lowe. Again, have no idea who these people are. With the exception Bruce Springsteen's Spring the only
0: one I know.
1: <laughs> right. I couldn't sing you. I could maybe sing you the hook to a lot of his popular songs, but the actual verses, verses. probably could not. Nope. But all that to say, um, I don't think it's just going to be a dump of a bunch of music videos, Apple is going to try to create this curated experience. So, you know, you have to be up on the new and upcoming, the hot, trendy stuff to probably catch that on Apple Music, but I probably won't be able to go into Apple Music and look up, you know, any sort of Tina Marie or, you know, you know, Michael Jackson videos. It had to be this stuff that Apple tells you you need to watch. So, definitely if you're interested in that, um, uh, if you're definitely interested in that, you know, look every noon on Friday for those new uh, videos. And like I said, if that's something you want to take check out, definitely check it out because it is free.
0: Definitely. Cool. All right. So moving on, we have a couple of things from last week that we wanted to talk about that we didn't um, get to talk about on the show this week. So one of those things was related to um, to Apple reducing their packaging for the um, iPhone 12s. So um, I think we talked about it when we went through the breakdown of the announcement. Um, Apple will not be shipping the traditional AirPods. No, not AirPods, EarPods. Ear, right. Ear with the wired, the 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 wired version. Yeah, right. Um, Right. Or the power brick, which is the adapter that you plug into the wall. You'll get the cable and you'll get the phone, but you won't get those two accessory items. So what um, has happened is the price on um, both those items has dropped so you can now get the um the the ear pods with a lightning connector it used to be twenty nine dollars it is now nineteen dollars so you save about ten bucks and mm-hmm. for the power adapter same thing. that is the same price so mm-hmm. um although you know it may not be shipped with the device you can go and pick it up um for for pretty cheap um you get a discount but like we talked about last week many of us already have tons of these things kind of laying around Um, right and
1: there's a little bit of a, a misconception right like you mentioned with the new magsafe none of that magsafe stuff comes in the box so you know apple with their iphone 12 then said oh magsafe you can buy you can snap And wirelessly charge by connecting your iPhone automatically, magnetically to the back of a charger. You can put cases on it. You can put these cute little wallets. You can dock it. None of that stuff comes in the box. So I think there may be a little bit of a misconception thinking, okay, well, I've got this iPhone 12 out of the box. I will automatically have the ability to use MagSafe. No. Uh, I'll automatically have fast charging. No. Right? So in order to utilize the MagSafe, you're going to have to buy the MagSafe charger cable, which is $39. And you're going to have to buy the USB-C 20-watt power adapter to get the fast charging. So, you know, it's just be prepared that some of the, like you mentioned at the top of this, you know, story, MagSafe may be the seller for the iPhone 12 versus 5G, right? But in order to get the MagSafe features, like the little snap charging and the fast charging, you have to buy some extra stuff if you don't have the, it already, if you don't have it already. Now, we mentioned, like, if you have an iPad Pro, you do now have that 20 watt adapter. So it'll be able to charge your phone faster, but you'll still have to buy the MagSafe charger or, you know, some of the other third party uh, accessory makers like Belkin is making some things, uh, so on and so forth. You got to You still got to pay to get that functionality, yeah. which they kind of touted. With the iPhone 12, but it's not really with, it's compatible with the iPhone 12, but it ain't with the iPhone 12. So right. be ready. You and know, so when make- you go,
0: and when you do go to check out, you know, when I, after I made my purchase, like, oh, by the way, you may want to get these things. And then it put the right. wallet in there and it put the the duo charger in there. So it was like, right. oh, say, so, hey, you forgot about these things that may make your, right. your experience a little bit better. So, you know, you may have to, if you don't have, um, a USB C adapter already, and if you don't have any of the, how did you pronounce it last week? Chai, the chi, chi. chi. yeah, the
1: the mm. charging
0: discs. Um, right. I think we both talked about we have like some laying around.
1: Um, yeah, will so still work, but again, they don't do that fast charge. They don't do the, the fast charge.
0: They... You don't get the. You won't get the snap.
1: Right, right, right. But you still can use it. And surprisingly, uh, even though they have a lightning to USB C cable in the box. The iPhone 12 is still lightning port, so you can still use your regular cables and just plug it in and charge like you normally would. You just don't get the fast charge. It'll probably charge, maybe even charge even slower, but that doesn't, so all that to say, you don't have to buy anything in order to use the iPhone 12. But if you wanna use all the features of the iPhone 12, you have to buy some stuff. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: not super expensive, but it is extra stuff. So. If you're expecting to get your device on Friday, you may wanna go ahead and pre-order some stuff just so that you will have all of your items nice and neat um, once you get your phone on Friday, if you have a Friday ship date. If you have a later ship date, get some time to, to get your your other, your other items um, ordered and, and in place so that you can use all the features of the new iPhone 12. All right. So the next thing we have on tap. So um, there was a release of um, ios 14.1 that was launched and then abruptly pulled. Um, right. and so that's something I don't I don't remember in recent times, right. you know, anything happening like that where they released um and, and iOS, and then you know, snatched it back fairly quickly. So, um, based on the article that we're looking at from uh, Mac Rumors, um, I'm I'm not sure. It doesn't seem to say specifically why they pulled the version, but um, they did.
1: According to what I've heard, they said they accidentally released it to the public when mm-hmm. they meant to release it to uh, the final, whatever gold master beta, whatever that's called. The last beta. Before Gold actually bill, was probably. Public. Yeah. Yeah. They, they meant to do that, but accidentally put it on out on the public, mm. pulled it. People kind of clamored. Story guide covered under the iPhone 12 release. And then, you know, like I said uh, earlier this week, they finally announced iOS 14.1 to, pub, to the public. I don't want to say uh, if you're watching this on Friday, then they did it earlier this week. But if you're watching live, I think they announced 14.1 yesterday
0: okay so Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: any event it's out there yep go get it if you wanted um all right and i wonder what version is going to come on our new phones probably 14.0
1: 14.0.1 probably
0: Hmm. interesting All right, so let's go into the next thing. Um, The last thing that we have to talk in the lowdown this week, it um, relates to Spotify. Um, I I think I've mentioned before that I am a premium Spotify user. Um, I have all the devices, but I mean all the services, but um, Spotify is my go-to. But now um, Spotify has released its own iOS 14 widget. Um, I think we've talked about it a few times, how you can customize, your, your home screen and make it all neat and, and and custom to you know whatever aesthetic that you prefer and so now um, Spotify has released its own um, uh, iOS widget that you can add to your home screen um, I'm not sharing but um, essentially it's a fairly easy um, easy uh, install um, All right, so you should be able to see it. So um, to add Spotify widget to your home screen, first make sure you have the latest version of Spotify. Then when you press and hold hold a widget or any empty space, you get kind of the wiggly apps that kind of shake. You press on the plus button, add button in the upper left corner. Um, Select the Spotify widget um, in the list. Select the size of the widget because you can customize it into different um, square or rectangle shapes. Then tap add widget. Place uh, the widget where you want it to go. Tap done to confirm. And that's it. You will have the Spotify widget on your home screen. Um, yep, my- so it's nifty little, uh nifty little trick there that you yeah, can get Spotify still, on your home
1: screen. It's still limited to you know what third parties have widgets, you know, Spotify has one. I think the story mentions Dropbox has one, mm-hmm. a couple other ones, you know, there, I think Apple is still kind of, uh, holding on, you know, the break you know, on, you know, they ain't pressed the gas fully on letting all the third party developers create widgets because of course they don't want to mess up the iOS experience, you know? So I am waiting on things like title since mm-hmm. we're talking about music streaming waiting on title to get a widget. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm waiting on a couple other ones to get a widget. You know, I'm waiting patiently. I'm pretty sure they're going to come, you know, but there are some third-party widgets that I definitely will look forward to getting that aren't yet. So I guess this is a sign of things to come maybe?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think everybody's really getting on board and maybe folks are waiting. um, Maybe developers are waiting until the uh, new versions are shipped. To roll out their new versions, I'm assuming people already be setting up their devices, so it's like, hey, that's just roll that into your setup, and you know, kind of do it once. So, so yeah, I think it's it's neat, and it's definitely, I think, uh, a preview of, of what's to come because I think more and more companies and more and more um, different apps will will roll into that widget space because no one wants to be left out, and they want to be able to say that you can put your, you know, their their app in your widgets and make it a a favorite on your home screen so it can kind of feed into your whole home screen, um, aesthetic. So, so that's, that's that. And I believe that is it for the lowdown this week. Let's head on over to second string where we talk all other tech. Um, one neat little thing that I saw, um, this week that, um, that was um, was posted. I know that we have a lot of gamers out there, um, a lot of folks who use um, uh, PlayStation. Um, and for PlayStation 4, um, Sony has released a new Black Lives Matter theme. Um, I'm showing it on the screen uh, for those you can see it. Um, it's black and gold. Got the Black Power fist up and Black Lives Matter. So you can... Um, you can get the Black Lives Matter um, uh, uh, theme for your gaming device. So I think that's just neat. Uh, something that they they're offering to their to their users to to continue the conversation. And again, it shows you know that they are are down for the cause at least on the surface um, of giving you All know right. players the the opportunity to. To allow Show their, their views right. and their support for for Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter, so well, I thought that was something well, it, neat to share. Uh, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I thought that was um, you know something, you know, you know, neat to share. It wasn't. It's pretty much been all Apple this week, so it was a bit of a struggle to find some things this week that were non Apple related. But one big thing that did come out um, recently is um, we talked, um, we've been talking about the antitrust suit, um, you know, that Congress has brought against uh, Apple um, prior, um, and then last week, was it last week or the week before, where it was, they were coming after the DOJ was coming after, not the DOJ, the House um, Committee, um, was coming for all the tech companies. It was Amazon, it was Facebook, it was Apple, it was Google. So now um, the DOJ has um, argued that Google, um, they have an antitrust suit out against them because um, essentially they're saying that um, Google is dominating the search gate. Which they are. Which they (laughs) are, (laughs) but my thing is why Um, I guess penalize someone for being good at what they do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know it's probably deeper than that, but I'm just saying on the surface, they've had all the other search engines. You got Yahoo, you got Bing, you got all these others, but Google is a part of the lexicon. You know, even if you're searching on Bing, you don't say, let me go Bing it. You just say, let me go Google it. You could be using Bing, but the nomenclature, the lexicon of our society now is let me go google it
1: right so uh, you could make a case against google by saying that would make sense which everything you just said if you entered a search result into google the problem that google is running into is based on who you are based on where you are based on what your racial or cultural background is or your ethnic background, or political affiliation is, all these things that Google has collected over the years, uh, search query and get a totally different search results. Now, add to the fact that advertisers, if I wanted to advertise Snob OS, if I wanted to pay based on a search query keyword search they are showing you that they want you to see not necessarily what i'm looking for and since all of these devices all of these services all of these companies all these advertisers marketers whomever play into the google algorithm then they kind of control you could make a case that case. Let me then, stop
0: you one quick second. Um, can you look at our YouTube? It looks like our eCamp service is having some issues. Is it still running on your side? Yeah, I see it. Okay. All right. I just got a pop-up yeah. window that was weird. Okay.
1: All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can see the, the, the uh, live feed. Okay. Okay. Cool. But uh, yeah. So if... Google did not preference, for lack of a better term, how you view the web or curate how you view the web. It was just me putting in information and I getting results back based on that specific search result. And they're not, like I said, curating the web. Then you could make a case that why are you penalizing Google for being good at what they've done because they've squashed the competition, right? Mm -hmm. They've squashed Bing, they've squashed... You know, Jeeves, as Jeeves. You well, know, oh, good old Ass Jeeves. Jeeves. Yeah,
0: right. That's a throwback.
1: Yeah. Right, they've killed all these. You know, uh, 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 web platforms. Now there are some out there. DuckDuckGo is one that, again, they promise that they're not selling your information to advertisers. What the search queries that you put in is the search queries you get back. You know, your data secure, your data is private, so on and so forth. But, I mean, who's ever heard of DuckDuckGo, you know, right? So, you know, then you mentioned Bing. You know, you've heard of Bing if you have a PC, but that's only by, you know, even then the EU sued Microsoft for uh, forcing people to use Internet Explorer as their default browser. Mm-hmm. And they had to change all that up. Now, of course, then now everybody's flocking to Google, right? So you can't, again, you cannot blame Google for being good at what they've done in a sense of squashing the competition, but if Google is curating how you view the web, then there's a case to be made of like, hey bro, y'all need to slow down, and y'all need to figure out- Slow your roll. Right, slow your roll a little bit. So again, uh, Google's response to that is, you know, what we do is no different than, I think I read it in the story, a grocery store, a cereal maker like Cheerios, or uh, Quaker Oats rather, the parent company, paying a grocery store to put their cereal at the top shelf because that's eye level. So when I'm walking in a grocery store down the aisle, I see the Cheerios and the Frosted Flakes and the whatever the brand names that they've paid the grocery store chain and say, hey, put my stuff right here and forget about that other stuff. So Google's making a claim that they're doing the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, if
1: I, as an advertiser, pay Google to surface my information based on these particular keywords, based on this search query, if I want to do that, then what's Google to stop me? You know, I mean what what is Google to say no rather.
0: So does that kill the whole SEO type of, you know, marketing? Because I know, you know, just being on social media, that's pretty much what influencers drive. You gotta make sure your SEO is optimized anytime you build a new website. They have built Word in is... they have built in tools already to boost your SEO. So does that um, I guess infringe on any of that?
1: No, that actually bolsters that. Right. Because as a influencer, as an advertiser, as a marketer, you figured out that, hey, a search result isn't just a search result. I can actually, you know, bribe is not the right word, but I can play the game to where when somebody enters a search result and I want them to see my stuff, I can pay Google to have them surface my stuff a little bit better. Right. But Mm -hmm. again, where do you draw the line between. I want to go view this thing on the web or I want to search for this thing on the web and what I expect to see is what I ask for versus you know I'm putting in something and what I'm getting re- what I'm getting in return is what Google thinks I need to see or mm-hmm. what Google thinks my advertisers need to see you know or their advertisers rather what they need to see so is that the true web as it is or is that Google controlling the web And if Google is controlling the entire web, which they are, (laughs) they are, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yeah.
0: So it's an interesting case to be made. It will be interesting to see how Google fights this because we know, of course, they will. So it will be. Well, they've got a couple of different.
1: They've got a couple different ways. They say, well, people can go on Twitter and people can go on Facebook and people can do all these things. Come on, man, stop playing. Everybody <laughs> knows.
0: Everybody knows is Google. Like I said right. earlier, right. it's in the lexicon to go Google it. I mean, it's right. just. I mean, it. It's it is just too big, it's is, it is too right. big, and. It's no more putting that genie back in the bottle because it's not going back.
1: Sorry. Now are, now, are we okay with that? You know, that's the question. If we're okay with Google curating our internet based on my preferences, because there are some times that I would want to look up something based on who I am, where I live, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Am I okay with that? If I'm not okay with that. Then we may have a problem.
0: So, looking at the article, there is um, a part of it that kind of lays out that Bing and Yahoo both pay Apple to be featured in Safari as a search engine. So, mm-hmm. is it truly a monopoly if if these it's other companies can buy their I'm, way in?
1: Because I can go into my Safari settings and select what which you want browser. your preference. Right, right. But again, that is, you know, just one manufacturer. That's just one option. You know, uh, again, even when I go and do that, you know, then Bing does the same thing. You know, you can pay at you can pay for keywords and and all that stuff on Bing. You know, uh, I guess the question is, once I then do that, what am I being presented? Am I being presented the web as it is? are not being presented the web as a slimmed
0: down version of what they want you to see Uh and i think that's probably the biggest issue right now it doesn't seem that big of a deal because you're still getting you know what you want but what are the broader implications if you have this this huge magnet of a company who can curate what you see is a slippery slope right And 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 it's a slippery slope to some of the say communist countries that curate what comes into the web and what goes out of the web. So it I get it. It it is definitely a slippery slope. And you know, I don't know if the DOJ thinks that, you know, what they're putting in place will actually, you know, change something, or if it's one of those things where let me kind of, you know, fire a warning shot for you to say, hey, we are on you, we see what you're doing. And that in turn forces Google to say, okay, fine. Let's take right. a look. Let's try and change something so that it doesn't, you know, appear as bad. But I, when you put it in those terms, I, I see where there could, there could be a problem when you think right. in broader terms and not just so granular at, it's um, working. Right. you know, it's, it's giving me the results that I want. I don't know any better. But now that you know that your, your view is being curated, mm-hmm. how comfortable are you with that? you know, at this point, and and do you care? A lot of people honestly probably won't care, right. which is the unfortunate thing, but then say 20 years from now, it becomes like a police state or something, you know, crazy. I mean, not so crazy because I mean, look at where we are now. But what I'm saying is it gets to the point where 20 years from now, it's like, how did we even get here? And it's like, it started back in, you know, Right. The late twenty, the late twi- the late twenty teens. <laughs> right. You know right. when they are slowly and steadily chipping, 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 chipping at little bits and pieces until right. now you get to the point where it's just beyond. You can't again. You can't put the genie back in the bottle because right. you've allowed yeah. these small little increments to change. Yeah. And when you do things small and in little increments, it doesn't seem as bad until you get to the end of the line and you see. Right. The huge overall, you know, outcome of, oh, crap, we are And screwed. it might not even
1: be that serious. Think of it in these terms, right? So you looked up, um, you, you you were able to find this story about this lawsuit with against Google and the DOJ, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine something as simple as somebody putting in a Google, say, you know, what's going on with Google and the Department of Justice, right? Mm-hmm. If Google is... They want to kind of change the appearance of this thing. They could could very well give you search results that that give a different swing or a spin on the story. It could give their
0: positive spin or articles that they've sanctioned that can go at the top and at the bottom. The truth could be buried 15 pages down uh, on the the search. Nobody. Nobody barely goes past the first page.
1: (laughs) And why wouldn't they? It's a capitalistic society. They have control of the Internet. Why not do that? Who? Wh- that's I would, the, that's I in their do best it.
0: interest, if, right?
1: If, if, I, if I ran Google, I'd be like, hey, 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 hey here's what we're going to do. <laughs> somebody search in Google DOJ, show this article about how uh, technology, you know, is good for everybody. And Department of Justice, they just some busters, right? Right, <laughs> right.
0: exactly. Exactly.
1: I would do that. Yeah. So I know somebody Google's doing it.
0: I mean, it's a billion dollar company. So it's all about these coins and they have to make sure that they protect it <laughs> above, above everything. All right. So that is it for Second String. Do you have anything else for Second String you wanted to bring up or talk about? Nope. Okay, cool. All right. Let's head on over to For the Culture. All right. So this week for For the Culture, we have... A few different things to talk about, but they're all kind of related. So I'm calling it: the rap men are not all right.
1: Uh, We're we're here in because the problem with men corner here. Let's go ahead and hear it. We are (laughs)
0: in my some of your brethren (laughs) are the weakest link. Okay, so uh, let's start off with with Ice Cube. Um, He's been in the news for the last few weeks with his uh, CWBA contract with Black America plan. Um, uh, What, three months ago, I think, he wanted to get involved in politics and he came up with this plan for black America on, on what needs to be done, um, as it relates to the political process, um, and how um, black people are treated, um, in the different political parties and, and essentially what needs to be done, you know, for the improvement. Yeah. What we need to be asking for from before just giving in his words, giving away our, our vote, um, you know, blindly to either one of these party affiliations. Now, mm-hmm. while I don't have a problem with the, the contract in theory, what I do have a problem with is twofold. One, you wait a couple of months before the election to come up with this. Mm-hmm. And two, who are these people that you got this expert advice from and who made Ice Cube the spokesman? for all Uh black people. So what it really boils down to is he came up with this plan. He said he wanted to present it to both parties, Uh uh, parties being the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. He reached out to both. And according to him, the only people that responded were the Trump administration. And they made um, adjustments to Uh their plan based on his input. So Uh um, the good brother, Roland Martin, had him on his show um, and was like, hey, so we heard you had a conversation with Trump. You showed him your contract with Black America. Trump had a platinum plan for Black people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so apparently there was supposed to be some roll-in of items from Ice Cube's contract with Black America with Trump Platinum Plan. But the issue that came from that is it doesn't seem as if Ice Cube was fully aware of what the Trump plan was. He said that there are items from his plan that were included into Trump's plan, but when asked about it, it was kind of crickets.
1: Yeah, so I'm reading the script. You know, uh, Roland. Of course, I don't understand why Ice Cube even agreed to go on this show in the first place. Because Roland Martin will. Because he thinks break he's smart. He
0: thinks he's smarter than everybody else. That's why. It's ego. Well, uh, it's um, ego.
1: Possibly yes. Uh, of course, like I said, because I'm looking at the script according to this story, and you know. Roland Martin was like, Yo, you know, have you looked at their plan? Have you looked to see where there's overlap? Have you can't point to me where they have taken any of your suggestions or input or your contract in, uh, uh implementing it into their quote unquote platinum plan? And Cube looked at it and fumbled around with some things, I guess, and yeah. looked at some computer screen off camera and said, Whoa, 40 million $40 dollars. Uh, venture capital money to black investment up to $40 billion. And then, you know, the story goes on and mentioned that there is a line that references a $40 billion investment that claims to stimulate black-owned businesses, but it doesn't explain how those funds be directed. A whole lot of things. And then, you know, like you said, 10 seconds of silence, you know, Roland Martin kind of saves him a little bit. He was trying to help him out,
0: really. He was trying to help the brother. He was trying so hard.
1: And he said, uh, Roland Martin, and I quote says, you see, a lot of people have been talking about this $500 billion. That's not going to black people. In fact, that's just actually the infrastructure funding program. That's not actually $500 billion even going to black people. How many billions is the other one giving black people? Cube interrupted. And Roland said, no, no, no. What, I, what I'm saying is that's not even they just list this thing under Black Economic Empowerment and Access to Cal- Capital. It says, seek infrastructure funding that will lead to widespread growth in the annual a billion federal contracting opportunity. That's a line right there. It's not for Black people. So basically, Roland is kind of not necessarily saying that the Democrats are doing anything better. Roland Martin's just saying, hey, you said, Ice Cube, that Trump responded and Trump listened and he even implemented some of your things into their contract. When in fact, you got played. And now
0: you have, you got played. Now you have Trump surrogates saying you're a great American. They're Photoshopping Trump hats on you. And honestly, he got, he got played. And I don't see how at this point in the game, black people don't realize you're going to get. They don't even want to give folks who were unemployed, who were working, who paid into unemployment. They don't even want to give them an extra six hundred dollars a month. They don't want to give you another stimulus of twelve hundred dollars that lasts thirty-two weeks. So right. what makes you what what makes you think that they are going to just give five hundred billion dollars to black people? Does,
1: Specifically, does
0: that so, even sound so- right?
1: Right. So here's my thing with Ice Cube and Trump and this whole contract of Black America. Right. I agree. It is a great idea. Mm -hmm. I also will take it a step farther and say I am proud of Ice Cube, quote unquote, putting his career online or on hold to take up this cause. Whether or not we elected him, whether or not we nominated him, whether or not we pushed him to the forefront. You know, whether we recognized his innate ability to work with politics or whatever the case may be, you know, I'm proud of him even actually trying to take up this mantle. The problem I have with it is a couple fold. Right. Number. And it's different from the reasons you mentioned. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number one, he mentioned that he took it to the Republican and the Democratic Party. A contract with black America should be with any Repu- any party. There is a Green Party. There is a Libertarian Party. There's all these other parties that seem to be missing off of Cube's uh, list of people that he ran this contract with Black America by, right? Anybody, if the Libertarians, if the Green Party, if the whatever other parties out there say, you know what? We with you. We down with you. That's what we need. Then we need to take all of our energy away from the Democrats, away from Republicans and put it into these parties. And then that's how we work. They didn't mention that. And the reason why they didn't mention that is because now my conspiracy theory had is Put it the, on. I would say two years ago, uh, Ice Cube started the Big Three basketball- uh, uh, League, yep. League, yeah. And he co-starred, he's got a co-founder who, you know, they started this this Big Three tournament with. It's super popular. And his
0: Cube whatever. Vision production company is with the same guy.
1: Right, right. So this same guy, this co partner, co-founder, whatever. They've started Cube Vision and this big three. It's super popular. They started to get investors. They got in bed with the wrong investors. They had to bring a lawsuit to these investors. This is two years ago. like I'm going to say 20, 2018. Mm-hmm. Had to bring a lawsuit. This lawsuit is ongoing. They haven't made any traction. Ice Cube says, or this co-founder who His has besties. He's
0: besties with Steve Bannon. Bannon.
1: Right. Who has some ties with Steve Bannon and the Trump party Mm -hmm. enlisted the help of Trump to help him bring some light to this lawsuit. So that's back in 2018. Right. Fast forward to now Ice Cube has surprisingly worked with Donald Trump in order to implement some of his contract with Black America into this platinum plan that now all of a sudden we're given this 500 billion dollars to black people, which Roland Martin just said, that ain't nothing but infrastructure. Right. right? So to put it again, going back to my conspiracy theory, capitalism, ice cube ain't hard up for no, you know, help from either Republicans or the Democrats. He is at a socioeconomic financial level to where the way he moves is different than how we move Right. And this is a clear example of Cube saying and his buddy saying, hey, we've got this issue. How do we resolve this financial issue? All right. So uh, who's in power? Donald Trump and the Trump administration is in power. All right. So let us do something to make him look good, i.e. this contract of Black America. We work with you to do this platinum plan. You're helping Black people, all this money, yada, yada, yada. And then in turn now i need you to help me with this lawsuit so right. i need you to while you're still in power whether it be you know between now and november 3rd or november 3rd to inauguration day i need you to do a favor for me so right. don't be surprised if between now and january we read a story about trump stepping in to help ice cube resolve this issue with his big three in his lawsuit Again, that's just me. So, on my conspiracy and honestly,
0: hat. I don't think it's really even conspiracy. It's called quid pro quo. And my two biggest, you know, two big issues that I have with this is apparently Donald Trump has a meeting with uh, Qatari Airways or the Qatari government who uh, this lawsuit is with or it's some sort of connection. So, I think based on some things that I've been reading, I mean, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. But what I've been reading is that he's jumped on this Trump train so that when he meets with the Qatari folks, he can kind of like slide in, you know, some of this stuff as well. So it's kind of like twofold. So he's trying to wrap it up in black empowerment. But at the end of the day, it's about making sure that his money is right. Because let's be clear, Ice Cube is a very wealthy man, very wealthy man. Regardless of Biden or Trump being in office, he's going to be right. okay, his kids are gonna be okay, his kids kids are gonna be okay. They they're gonna be fine financially. Right. And anything that they may possibly get into, you know, he'll be able to get them out because of his notoriety, his celebrity, his influence, and his money. So that's one thing. Two, right. I find it very interesting that he has excluded black women from this conversation when we oh, wow. know that black women are the biggest voting block of the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. Okay. All of his messaging, from what I've seen, is geared towards the black man. So okay. we have in this situation, it's already hard enough for black folks, Right. period. But then when you add in the gender aspect of it, that's another issue. And let's not forget that Donald Trump was back in the day, he was the rapper's go-to person in all their lyrics, cameos, and videos because he was the cool, you know, white billionaire Rich, who was right. down, you know, with the whatever. But now mm-hmm. the history colors have shown, they're mm-hmm. trying, some people are leaning all the way into it and some people are trying to dial it back. But let's not get it twisted that Donald Trump is a misogynist and a lot of rap is rooted in misogyny towards Mm -hmm. women, particularly black women. So it follows along with their ethos. And let's be clear. There are a lot of black men, not going to say all of them. If it doesn't apply to you, then you don't have to worry about the statement that if they could get the privilege of white men, they will leave black women behind like nobody's business. (laughs) They would. And I mean, it's, is already, you know, been shown, you know, throughout, you know, different instances where at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about black power and black rights for all the black people. A lot of times because of patriarchy, it's about black power for men to have mm-hmm. the same footing as white men, the same mm-hmm. with white feminist women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about Susan B. Anthony, oh, how she was great, how she was great. She didn't want black women to have the same access to vote as she did. She right. fought specifically against you know, black women having the right to vote. So at the end of the day, white women, black men, they all want white patriarchy. If they can have the experience of white men, they are more than happy to leave the rest of us behind and that's that's really to me what it boils down to and why i fiercely speak out about it because i am a black woman i see how hard we have to work to be even noticed in certain circumstances we have to be twice three times sometimes four times as good as our white counterparts who are women and as our counterparts as men So it's it's one of those things where I live it every day. I mean, I, this week, that's why, you know, you keep seeing me sipping on this, you know, copper mug because there's a little Uh something in there because this week has been filled with me, you know, leading a project and leading an initiative and having people-
1: repeatedly, constantly- Constantly stand
0: stand my ground and constantly Uh Tell people, I am the lead for this. You need to run these things through me. And people thinking they can easily just circumvent me, leave me out right. of calls, leave me out of meetings, leave me out of emails, all these types of things. I live this every day and I work in right. the tech industry. So it's even worse being in the tech industry. So, and I look a lot younger than I am. There are presumptions about my age well, should she really be leading this because you're so young? And, you know, it's all shrouded in, oh, fun and games, ha ha ha. You know, I, we were talking about um, somebody going golfing with one of our former co-workers who is a, you know, who is retired. And it's one of those things where, oh, well, you know, you're too. And I was like, I've been trying to retire for, for years, You know, since I graduated from college, you know, people like, oh, you're too young to retire. You're way too young. Those kind of things. And people make assumptions based on what they see. And that's mm-hmm. my everyday life. That's a right. life of friends. That's the life of coworkers. That's the life of women I don't even know. It's every single day you're fighting battles on multiple fronts just right. to continue to keep your head above water when you know and, and it's proven many times that you are far better equipped and prepared than other folks who who get the benefit of 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 not even having to do as much work. So that's why so, I go so hard
1: for it. Right. So it sounds like you set it up for the, for the next story that you wanted to talk about here as it relates to black women being overshadowed. So go ahead and perfect segue to lead into your next story you got going here.
0: Next story of the rap men are not all right. Um, Diddy, Uh, Puffy, Puff, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, Mm -hmm. all the names. So he announced uh, this week that he is starting a new black political party. Okay. Sure. Great. Two weeks before the election, friend. When you had the massive voter die movement when President Obama was being elected the first time. Could you not have built on that? And, you know... In the 16 what oversee almost 20 years since then uh-huh. could you have done something with that so essentially he says that he's launching this political party um, it's our I think it's called our our, uh, our black party, our black party.
1: Uh, yeah he's got a quote in here it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat the mission is to create a platform to help advance a political agenda that addresses the needs of black people so going forth going forward we aren't we we aren't in the same position as we are in today so those are his just basically diddy's quotes as to what the purpose of this our black party is
0: right so what i wasn't aware because i let the jokes fly because again like ice cube they were roasting diddy on twitter like nobody's business because it's like dude bro what are you talking about what's going on all to find out um, via. I think we both follow um, Livia Jay on on mm-hmm. Facebook. I actually saw this on her Facebook feed that this political party is actually something that was already created by mm-hmm. um, a mayor um, mm-hmm. of Hyattsville, out, out of Maryland, Candace mm-hmm. Hollingsworth. So this was <laughs> actually. Her, her thing, um, and she uh-huh. was supposed. She's to serve um, as co-chair along with Dr. West Bellamy, who is also um, a former vice mayor of Charlottesville, Virginia. So it just goes to show that, again, like I said earlier, the squeaky wheel gets the attention. These folks uh-huh. have already been doing this work already have Mm -hmm. it in place, have been striving and driving for getting this done. And then here he comes in with his celebrity, with his Voter Die movement, and completely hijacks this movement that was already in progress.
1: So do you, uh, I guess my question to you is, um, was it, do you think or feel it was intentional uh, that Diddy uh, overshadows the original... um, uh, creators of this movement or do you do you think that like you mentioned previously about you know how uh, black men are you know in a such a, in a hurry to acquire the same socioeconomic and financial level as a white man to where they feel like okay well I've got to the only way this is going to work is if I put my name on it, or is it more of a you know what i want to do my job to help this movement and since i'm diddy me putting putting my name on it me putting my face on it was going is going to get even more traction to then have you all see you know the, the fruits of your labor
0: honestly i don't know but what i find peculiar is you're using the exact same you know, at and same name. If you were trying to amplify something that was already existing, you would have done so. You wouldn't have, you know, gone in as this is mine. You know, I'm starting this.
1: So did he, um, so it's kind of fuzzy here. Um, Is he doing this in conjunction with them or has he completely just... Started his own thing, and they're not connected in any way. I you know? honestly,
0: it's it's hard to tell. He just came up with this recently, and it's right. hard to tell. The information is, it's kind of you know. Y- honestly, you just don't know what to believe. But my mm-hmm. thing is, if you if he's making these posts about this political party, you would think at some point he would tag the or- original creators of this. Or say I'm partnering with the
1: leaders. Yeah, I'm right, partnering right.
0: with these two former mayors or current mayors to to do this thing. And it seems like he's centering himself. Again, you have wealthy, famous, you know, men who are used to being catered to, who are used to the spotlight and the celebrity. So it's one of those things, right. or is it ego? Where it's like, I can right. kind of hijack this. Kind of like, you know, the Me Too movement got hijacked, you know, from from a black woman who was already doing it. It became popular or quote unquote mainstream when someone more famous attached themselves to it. I think it right. would have probably gotten more. It wouldn't been so many jokes because that's the thing at this point. It was, a, it was a farce being made on social media, you know, joking about, how are you just going to come up with this too for the election? Ha ha ha, he's doing this, he's right. doing that. When it's actually a solid position, it's a solid organization, and it's being right. reduced to jokes because the person who is now placing himself at the forefront doesn't mm-hmm. have any background in this, doesn't have any history in it, this, and it really right. does both disservice it does a disservice to the originators the founders of this party and it honestly does a disservice to him because it's all about jokes and honestly we're two weeks out from the election roughly and this is serious stuff it shouldn't be now as black right. people we're gonna get these jokes off because you know that's how we cope but at the same time if we are trying to come together, quote, as a people,
1: yeah, pull together. This
0: is not Uh how you do it. And that's why I really believe that we can't really be successful because it's so many folks who want to be out front and leading and centering themselves instead of saying, you know what, let me put my ego to the side and do what's best for black people. Because at the end of the day, Diddy's not going to be you know negatively impacted based on who's an awesome ice cube we're talking about 50 cent next and even drilling down lower to that you know people like us even though it will affect us in some capacity it's not going to impact us as much as it would you know folks who don't have the privilege that we have who don't have the access to what we have who don't you know work where we work have the education that we have those types of things when you drill down to the lowest I hate to say it, lowest common denominator. But when you drill mm-hmm. down to folks who are poor, disenfranchised, don't have any other options, those are the folks who are the most affected by these decisions. So it's one of those things where you have to start to put your personal... I don't want to say put your personal ambitions aside or mm-hmm. decent no, sure sure we'll to yourself it. but right. it's, it's it comes a point when you have to realize it's not all about you it's not all about you being glamorized it's not all about you being you know on CNN or ABC or or having the president or the the presidential candidate call you like my thing is who was asked cube to warrant or suggest that you know um, Kamala Harris or Joe Biden must call him back. When you right, just got involved right. in this three months ago,
1: so right. so, and and to piggyback on what you're saying, you know, I can see them wanting to use their influence to make change. Because mm-hmm. I think at the bottom, you know, whether what whatever their ul- ulterior motives are, I think at the heart of it is that's what they're trying to do. The issue is they're not going to be running the day to day. They're going to be get pulled into different directions because they are these moguls, both of them. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, as a result, you know, if you are the face of this company and you're not going to be doing the day to day, you're not politically educated on how this whole thing works. You know, you're not going to, you know, put your life on the line for this, then it's probably better. That you, like you said, put your ambitions, put your, you know, your, uh, your, your quest for even more, you know, influence, put that aside and actually work with people who have the experience, who have the drive, who have the ability to see this come to face, know that it's going to take way longer than a couple of weeks to a actually couple of months. Yeah. is going, going it's going to take
0: this is for the years, long haul
1: yeah if not generations for a contract of black america or our black party to actually have the infrastructure in place to actually make change that's going to take generations and is ice cube or diddy the person that's going to put all of their other aspirations, all of their other aims and goals aside to get really down deep in the trenches mm-hmm. to actually do this. Or, like you mentioned, would it be better if they just say, look, I'm going to prop up these people who have this drive, who have this education, have this knowledge. Give you some money. I'm, get right the checks and I'm going to support you any way I can. But this is your thing. I'm going to support it any way, shape, form possible, uh, possible, then that even excuses them to then have these other interests, have these other goals, have these other things. But like you mentioned, the way they've presented it, presented it is this is my thing. I'm going to carry the ball on this when you're not because the presentation is all wrong. Yeah. The initial launch is all wrong. So we already know This is a grab for influence, right? Which it's not going to help us at all.
0: And it's the foundational knowledge of basics of how government even works that's being, you know, missed. It's the thing where, you know, Uh once outside opens back up, when you can uh, make movies again, when you can make videos again, when you can make music again, all of your other ventures, when you can open your stores again, when all these things open back up, When whoever gets elected is in office, are you going to drop this and be like, well, you know, I got other things to do. I got businesses to run. You know, I'm a businessman. You know, I have to go and take care of this. Is that going to, are you going to then drop? Because right now we in the house, we can't do a whole lot. And so mm-hmm. this is like at the forefront of everybody's mind and what's going on. And it's the hot topic. Are you going to be on the trending topic? And then when there's a new trending topic, are you going to leave this and go right. and do your and other things? When you leave millions of people who bought into what you've sold them.
1: Right. Are and you going to leave like, them high like, and dry? Well, yeah, like we mentioned with this Roland Martin interview, clearly. He had I no clue. Not prepared. <laughs> it was not prepared for this type of thought process, this line of questioning, you know, so clearly, you know, uh, again, as as congratulatory as I am of Ice Cube deciding, you know, and according to what I've heard, you know, according to what I've seen him actually say, you know, this just didn't start two weeks ago. You know, he had these thoughts as early as soon as the thing happened this summer with George Floyd is when he decided, you know, enough's enough this and that and the other. Let's go ahead and get this thing built to where over the course of the summer he's been building this contract of Black America. And now, again, two weeks late before the election, when we need to be focused on getting Trump out of office. You know, whatever your political affiliations are, you know, he's decided to kind of put this thing out here. Right. So, again, as congratulatory as I am, clearly he is out of this league and that also, you know, like I said, adds to the point to where you probably need to put this in somebody else's lap, you know, uh, specifically, you know, black women who have been holding up, you know, the politics as it relates to African-Americans. You know, uh, you need to, in, in Diddy's case, you need to let these ladies or this, this group started with this lady, you know, this black party, you know, let, let them run it and you support them in any way, shape, form or, or possible if you can do that. That goes back to the whole patriarchy thing. Can, can eagle, a ditty? Can a diddy support a, a sister?
0: But it's to... a, the co-founder is a man, so it's not oh, even right. so right. Okay. fully, okay. you know, women only. It's right. he was a former vice mayor, I think it is, who is okay. the the other co-founder. So it's not just I think a woman started it. Or founded it, but you know she's in partnership with other people because she recognizes, I'm assuming, that you can't go at systematic structures alone. You can't just be one person and do that. You need, you right. know other pieces to, to make this right. whole thing work. so right
1: But uh, you know, segueing on to the next story you have, you know <laughs> with 50 cent, <laughs> you know, uh, at least he's honest. And at least you see exactly where he's coming from. And nobody's surprised. These, right. And nobody no there's these shrouds of, you know, conspiracy theories and what's he really doing it or why well, why now? Or, you know, all these other things that we've discussed with Ice Cube and Diddy. You know, 50 Cent is pretty transparent on why he believes what he believes as it relates to Donald Trump. So yeah. I'll let you go ahead and take it over there. So <laughs>
0: I fully believe as opposed with Ice Cube and with Diddy. You know, there was some sort of thought process, although it may have been flawed. They put some thought into this. And they aren't typical trolls. 50 Cent a troll. I mean, he's all about, you know, any publicity is good publicity. When he's being dragged through the mud, he'll tag his drinks or whatever he's shilling at the time. So um, Mm -hmm. earlier this week, there was a graphic that showed on CNBC and 50 Cent tweets, What the F? parentheses, vote for Trump, I'm out. F New York, the Knicks never win anyway. What does (laughs) Knicks have to do with this? I don't care. Trump doesn't like black people. 62% are you out of your F in mind? So what he's referencing is there was a graphic on CNBC. That says the title is top tax rates by state under Biden tax plan. And List lists out California, New Jersey, um, New York state, and New York city. And it's these super high percentages of what mm-hmm. the alleged tax rate will be.
1: Statutory tax rate. Right.
0: So what 50 doesn't quite understand and what he bought into is essentially, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, is um advertise i don't want to say advertising but stats that aren't right. in the proper perspective they right. give you this graphic and you see tax rates under biden 62 percent 60 percent 50 percent see and it's all these high numbers like whoa 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 they're going to overtax mm-hmm. us what they don't understand is under biden's proposed plan if you make over four hundred thousand dollars, you get taxed so at a higher rate
1: but that ain't even so... But that's not even the thing, though. Here's the thing with 50 Cent, right? He's a he's, troll. He's similar to these people who hear that Joe Biden is going to raise taxes, right? He's a person that reads the
0: headline of the article, but not the article.
1: <laughs> right. He doesn't... Uh, people people like 50 Cent don't hear that you have to make, number one, you have to make over $400,000 in order for your taxes to go up, Right. 50 Cent is well above $400,000, right? So he qualifies technically as one of these people who will probably be penalized with higher tax rates under Trump, under Biden, if Biden is elected president, right? But that's not even the subject of this article. The subject of this article is the image included figures from a tax foundation analysis of Biden's plan, finding that the top 1% of earners living in New York City could combine federal, state, and city taxes. It's all the
0: taxes. It's not just federal. It's, Biden only has but control of federal. That.
1: I guarantee you 50 cent is not a top 1% uh, earner living in New York City. You know how much money you have to make to be in the top 1% of earners in New York? I can see if he was in Indiana. I can see if he was in Wyoming or Colorado or someplace to where he's making this huge amount of money compared to the other residents. But bro, they're not, not talking about person. you. They're not talking about <laughs> you. And the problem that a lot of people like him are seeing is Biden taxes is going to go up. I ain't with it. But they're not doing the research. They're not doing their due diligence. They're not actually digging into which what a lot of Americans do. They read the headlines. We, we see the debate Uh, bullet points and we see the arguments on the nightly news and we just assume that they're talking to us, which again, like I said, I can see why 50 Cent says, oh, well, I'm voting for Trump. But you won't nearly be as affected as you think you are. And you're just going off a raw emotion. And that makes you look like an idiot because (laughs) you're going out here Like you said, trolling uh, Biden, and you all the way wrong,
0: completely wrong. Because let's just be clear: in so the 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 group that I guess gave this graphic, they mm -hmm. are not democratic leaning. I'll put it that Mm -hmm. way. And so, what the plan does, based on this article we're reading from Newsweek, and based on some of Biden's own surrogates and himself saying. For those earning more than $400,000, your tax rate will go up, but it will go up from, say, 37% to 39.6%. So you're right. talking about going up less than
1: 2%. Right. And then, so let me con- com- complete the story in this uh, news regard. It. However, top earners in New York City are unlikely to pay anywhere near 62%. If they use an accountant or understand how tax fi- how file taxes themselves due to deductions and other means of lowering tax burden, the impact on buying his plan, the top earners also would depend on how much more of the four hundred thousand dollars an individual makes since the raise, blah, 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 yada, 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 yada. So he's not even he's won't even be affected with this thing that he claims he's gonna be affected with if he's using an accountant. Which, which you, most high saying,
0: earners are.
1: Which 50 Cent is, which he—the reason why he, he align he feels like he aligns with Trump is because 50 Cent has used the same tax strategies— that Trump has used declaring bankruptcy to get out of stuff. Mm -hmm. 50 Cent has done that that. multiple times. Exactly. Just like Trump has done that multiple times. So I can see how 50 Cent believes that Trump is his spirit animal and this is crazy in New York. So he's out of, he ain't leaving New York. He ain't
0: going nowhere. (laughs) He's not changing anything that he's doing. His life isn't going to change one bit. And I don't think that 50 did this to have an October surprise to help Trump. Fifty just being the troll that he is. Unlike yeah, I think on uh, and the thing is it's unintended consequences because now you have people that follow fifty cent who so take him say, as sacrilege. Whatever he says is insane. gold. Oh, they trying to make us pay even more. I'm not No I don't want to call you stupid but no bro they are not they are not even talking you are not even in this conversation
1: it, it, you're not the attendant audience somebody was saying
0: somebody with making thirty five thousand dollars a year is going on a rant about this they are not talking to you at all you are nowhere near the conversation of, of any of this but i say all of this to say what we're experiencing right now is it's significant. And right. what we have going on is going to affect millions and millions of people who don't have a half a percent of the wealth, the access, and the privilege that these three men that we have talked about in this okay. episode. I
1: mm-hmm. don't hate
0: men. I don't hate black men. I mm-hmm. hate stupidity. Right. And it's you have all of the access. You can hire someone to educate you on this, but you're so ego driven that you think you know everything that you're not even willing to to take advice from anybody. And that's
1: the, the same goes with Snoop Dogg and yeah. the same goes with Shaquille O'Neal. All Both of, of those dudes. They first time voting, voting for the first time. And it's like, why is there almost 50? Right. Why did it take so long? And two, why did you not know that you, you know, in in Shaq's case, why have you not voted? And Shaq's educated.
0: Time? His family's and, educated. He's. It's and, not like he has no idea what's going on.
1: And for Snoop, why didn't you do the research to find out that you could actually vote? Because his thing was, well, He's I just villain. assumed I couldn't because I had got felony cases. I'm like, but you still do the it's if it's that important to you. You should do the research. Other things are important to you. And you do the research, uh, right? (laughs) And you'll do your research to figure those things out. Exactly. You know, know, so it just goes to, you know, like you were saying, you know, Ice Cube, you know, uh, Fifty Cent, you know, Diddy, Shaq, Snoop, and people like him who are prominent figures in our culture. They have a say, they have an impact, they have an influence on our culture mm-hmm. and it's just kind of uh, disappointing to say the least that all of that influence you know, they're not it's it they're seemingly not able to put it in the right place right. that could affect us as a whole the right. things that they say people are going to follow those things like you said, they're going to treat it as gospel and they're going to feed into those things to where Otherwise, if you took, did the education, did the research, showed people what they need to be doing, showed them the right way, showed them the responsible way to do things like these initiatives, like Diddy and Cube, you know, are trying to put forefront, that would do a whole lot much better for the community as a whole versus coming out guns blazing and then get schooled and like, oh, my bad. But, the but by that point already is already, already done. You can go off and say, all right, my bad. Let me go off to making these movies. Let me go off to running these companies. But these people who are following after you are saying, you know what, Democrats didn't meet with Ice Cube to see his contract with Black America. Maybe I shouldn't vote either because both of their parties are, you know, and and so on and so on and so forth. And you can see how the damage could easily be done when they can just say, oh, my bad. I didn't do that research like that. Let me go do some research.
0: (laughs) Right. My heart breaks for our people because we will have a lot of people based on the information provided by the people we've talked about, they're going to be voting against their own best interest and my heart just breaks for them. Absolutely. All right. So let's go into the hookup for this week. So this week's hookup is a little bit different. It's not um, tech related. It's not going to help you fix or improve your tech life, but what it is going to do is to help you raise awareness and help in um, a movement that is in dire need of attention from Americans, because we all know when Americans get involved and when we get Twitter going, it seems to you know up the ante and get the visuals of of the of the world. So this week, um, the how-to is how can you help contribute and spread the word about ending SARS. So um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you've been on social media, I've watched the news, and you may not be quite aware of what's going on with the hashtag SARS that's going on. I myself wasn't too familiar. I'd start, I'd seen things. On social media about it, but I wasn't 100% sure what it's about. So just a little background. Um, What is SARS? SARS is a special anti-robbery squad. It's a special unit within the Nigerian police force. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What's the problem? This unit has been using violence, torture, and extortion against the civilians it is meant to protect. It has become a threat to the livelihood of all nigerian citizens especially youth and women so essentially and i'm reading this um from um uh, someone's uh, uh, ashley blaine who i follow on instagram this this uh-huh. this screenshot has been floating around i'm not sure who the original originator is i apologize for that in advance but essentially there's this arm of the police force in nigeria that are targeting young people um based on whether they have like a cell phone where they look they have disposable income they are targeting these folks these mostly youth and women they are uh-huh. targeting them extorting them and causing bodily harm to them if they uh-huh. don't hand over their devices their clothes their money, whatever their your, money. Right. Um, if they don't unlock their
1: phones, which is which is so so ironic, because the branch, the SARS branch of the police force, was created in 1992 to deal with, with this exact associated issue associated with yeah. robbery and firearms, and then of course, fast forward to now, which these issues are going on right now, to where they are turned into pretty much shakedown artists mm-hmm. for the government and for themselves. And the government
0: is allowing them to continue in this manner. And I think Mm -hmm. um, starting, the protests started um, October 8th and they have Mm -hmm. been consistently um, peacefully peacefully going on up through, I think yesterday is when it really turned violent. These are peaceful protesters um, and the police started shooting at them murdered Start. innocent oh. civilians because they are protesting they started enforcing curfews and this is on top of the already sanctioned violence that they are perpetrating against the citizens of this country so it's a mm. huge movement um regarding the the injustice that is being faced that these that the Nigerian citizens are are being faced with so how can you help you can retweet And use the hashtag EndSARS, that's S-A-R-S, that helps amplify the message. I, myself, I, of course I'm American, I don't know all of the particulars of what's going on, but there are people that I trust on social media and I amplify their message. I retweet it, I like it, I post it so it shows up in my feed. Because we all know when a hashtag starts trending, it starts getting the attention, also, there are ways that you can help financially. Um, we'll include the um, links in the show notes. But um, FeministCoalition2020.com is one website, and also another website is ConnectedDevelopment.org. I did my research to make sure that I found websites that were valid, these reputable. reputable. These two websites and these two organizations were overwhelmingly being shared. Um, by folks who are Nigerians, Nigerian Americans, and allies, so I feel fairly confident in in um, posting these these links for for you to help, whether it's financially, whether it's through um, supplies, um, because I think I think the death toll was up to sev- over seventy, I think yesterday, mm-hmm. of of right. folks being being murdered, and again right. they are protesting, so. You know, they're out in the street. They need food. They need clothes. They need protection. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and
1: according to the story that I've read about it, because mm-hmm. I did do my research as well, uh, the government, you know, finally agreed that they would ban this SARS group on the 11th of October. Uh, but of course, that didn't happen because why, when it's in their best benefit, that they would actually uh, stop this group. And as a result, the people weren't happy with their ban of this group, protested some more, and then like Nika said, fast forward to yesterday, this group finally started opening fire on the protesters, the peaceful protesters. Mm-hmm. And as you see, the murder toll is starting to rise, you know, like, like Nika said about, you know, right as of right now, up to 70 people. So, you know, it's it's helpful for Americans to know more about what's going on in the world you know, in the midst of all the things that's happening to us as it relates to COVID, you know, some of these other countries have been showing their support for America, you know, and in 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 some of these other countries, like in Europe, when they have their issues, you know, Americans have always been able to show their support, change their Twitter and Facebook and social media handles to show solidarity for all the stuff that's going on in Europe. So we would hope and we would like to think that Americans would do the same for some of these additional countries, additional continents, like, uh, like countries like Nigeria Nigeria, and other continents like Africa. Because it seems like and maybe it's just me, but, you know, when things are going on in some of these other countries like, you know, Nigeria and some of these other continents like Africa, some of their stories and some of their struggles teams don't get the same ampli- amplification. As when some sort of tragedy happens in some of these other European countries. So that's just me. So, with with this platform, you know, this is some of the things that we will be putting to the forefront.
0: Right, because Black Lives Matter everywhere. Right. Not just in America. There are Black Lives literally on every continent in this world, and they matter regardless of what country you're in. So, definitely um, take a look at the links. definitely engage it 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 costs you nothing to retweet or like a post that will possibly help save lives all right and on that note uh we will end the show definitely download rate and review us we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. You can engage with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're at Snob Westcast everywhere. Also, be sure to watch us on YouTube and be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. Also, you can feel free to leave any comments or suggestions on our website, which is snobwestcast.com. You can also send us over an email at snobwestcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And again, please consider becoming a Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash snob westcast and with your support of five dollars per month you will get access to the pre-show content access to our live show taping and also access to our discord live chat and based on input we get from our current patrons possibly a facebook group so keep your ears to the ground for that information as well and with that we will see you next week bye everybody
1: Peace.